It might have been a Saturday, might have been a Tuesday. I stopped keeping track of those little details a long time ago. Here on the Wanai, the only thing left for me was can after can of motor oil at Eddie's pit stop. The plan was simple, waste away in an over-lubricated state until obsolescence came. Hey, Eddie, how about another round? Ain't you had enough tonight, Val? What, my money ain't good here? All right, all right, but perk up, would you? You're scaring away all the happy customers. Who you kidding, Eddie? You'd be bankrupt if it weren't for my patronage. Besides, ain't nobody here but the two of us. <laughs> then they walked in and changed everything. Oh, hello there. Welcome to Eddie's. First round's on the house. What can I get you? One motor oil can, please. Coming right up. It was shaped like a young Rosie Jetson met a Dyson air purifier. I was trying not to stare and doing a bad job. Why, hello there, Mr. Valiant. Dick Valiant. But my friends call me Val. Well, Val, I'm looking for a friend tonight. It took every bit of ram I had not to fry my motherboard right there on the bar stool. I'm afraid I need some help. You know, I used to work as a private eye. I may be able to offer some assistance. Oh, I wouldn't want to impose. Besides, I'm just passing through. I've never been to Noir 9, and I don't have any of the local currency. Tell you what, spill some details, and I'll let you know if this has the making of a pro bono case. Well, it's my partner. He seems to have gone missing. Your partner? No, not like that. We just travel together. I see. So what happened? We had some bad interference with our navigation system. Being so close to Noir 9 seemed to overload it. A byproduct of so much cybernetic life here, I'm afraid. Still, must be pretty old tech if it blew your nav unit. Oh, it is. Like I said, we're from a long way away. So you landed to make repairs. That's right. Captain, er, my partner, went into the nearest building to get a lay of the land. Maybe find something out about this planet. Naturally. But he never came out. I went into the club and asked around, but no one in there seemed to know anything. It was odd. I felt like they were lying to me. I mean, he's bioorganic, so he wouldn't necessarily get lost in the crowd. You mentioned a club. This wouldn't happen to be droids and dolls, would it? How did you know? Uh, today's not your lucky day, dearie. That's Big Boss Bambinito's joint. No telling what he could have done with your partner. Do you think you can help me get him back? Sorry, sweetheart. The boss and I have a history together. I avoid his side of town for my own safety. In fact, other than Eddie here, I don't get out much these days. Wouldn't want to run into one of Bambinito's men on the streets. Oh, I understand. Well, thank you for your time. I should have seen it coming a mile away. Maybe it was the motor oil, or the desperation in their voice. Maybe I just wanted something to break the monotony of downing cans and staring at Eddie's ugly monitor day in and day out. Whatever it was, I flew straight ahead, like a moth to the flame. Listen, um... Celia Von Chet. Well, Celia. My friends call me Chet. Well, Chet. I bet I still know the doorman down at the D&D. &D. And if I do, he owes me one. I can accompany you on your trip and make an introduction, if you like. Call it a good deed. It's been a while since I tried my hand at one of those. Oh, thank you, Mr. Valiant. I'll hail a cab. This week on Captain Hero, we visit Planet Noir 9, a planet inhabited by cybernetic life. We're following a particular case of one Dick Valiant, a case of intrigue, betrayal, and seduction. Let's hear how our heroes fit into this week's episode of Captain Hero. Oh, 
Val. I'll never thought I'd see you outside Eddie's again. Hiya, Bonnie. I downloaded a new subroutine to help me appreciate nature. Thought I'd give it a spin. Ha, <laughs> good one, Val. Uh, who's your friend? The less you know, the better, Bon. We're playing with fire tonight. You're always playing with fire, Val. You can say that again, Bonnie. So, uh, where are we headed tonight? Droids and dolls. Yeah, good one. You got a death wish, Val? It's no joke, Bon. My friend here is business with Bambinito and time is of the essence. Ringo's still working the door there, right? Well, far as I know. Good. He owes me a favor. I'm on my way to cash in. Hey, whatever you say, Val, but for the record, it was nice knowing you. Just drive, Bonnie. You know I only tip for quiet rides. Sheesh, all right, I can take a hint. I pretended to look out the window as I studied Chet in the reflection. Their body was an old design. Some would call the look passe, but I thought of it as classic. The soft blue glow of their ocular sensors was calming, like a recorded thunderstorm lulling you to sleep mode on a high-def speaker. In a different time, I'd offered up a free virus scan, but those days were behind me. At least, that's what I was telling myself. So, you and Big Boss Bambinito, what's the story there? Bambinito and I were struggling artists together, if you can believe. Oh, that's not what I was expecting. Yeah, I'd have taken that, but... How did you two fall out? We opened up a little studio in Pittsburgh, started making independent films. Nothing major, just local pictures. I knew we didn't stand a chance in the big leagues. Hell, I was just chasing the muse. But Bambinito, he had ambitions. Every day he would pitch me this idea for a mafia trilogy. Huge cast, different locations, prop weapons, the works. I told him we were small potatoes. We had no business trying to make movies like that. Besides, superhero flicks were all the rage. The mob thing was passe. But Bambinito, once he sets his mind on something... Anyway, we wound up making the first picture. It was a total flop and Bambinito blamed me for the failure. And the mafia thing, well... Somewhere along the way, the line between art and life got blurred. Now he's living that trilogy in real time as Big Boss Bambinito, the most feared mobster in all of Noir 9. And word on the street is, next time he sees me, I'm scrap metal. Oh my, so it really is dangerous for you to be out here. Ah, save it, Chet. Eddie may be a good barkeep, but he's poor company compared to some. All right, Val, droids and dolls. Hey, shall I inform your next of kin, or you rather they hear about using the papers? Hey, Bonnie, anyone ever tell you you got the wit of a flip phone? Keep the change. Yeah, you won't need it where you're headed. <laughs> your friend seems to think this is a foolish thing you're doing. Oh, Bonnie? Nah, pension for the dramatic, that one. Takes a whole week off just to defrag. If you say so. Ringo, long time no see. Holy smokes! Big Valiant? Big Boss Bambinito, he would short-circuit if he knew you was coming around. I hate to do this, Ringo, but I need to call in that favor. Ah, gee, Val, time was never your strong suit, was it? Oh, Big Boss is preparing for some kind of guest of honor in there. Now, Ringo, have you forgotten who helped you excavate that Trojan horse after you spent all weekend out on the dark web? All right, all right, not so loud. You trying to make me the talk of the town here? Now, what can I do you for, Val? Not me. My friend here. Last night, a bioorganic life form came to the D&D. But when I walked in to retrieve him, he was gone. And everyone inside was playing dumber than a pager. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the fanboy. We got him in the back room. 
Now look, if you're trying to reclaim your buddy, the window is short. Like I said, Big Boss is preparing for some kind of special guest. If I let you in now, you should have time to run back there and retrieve your fleshy friend while things are still being set up. You've already done so much for me, Val. Would you help me see this through to the end? I should have turned back. I'd already risked being seen on the wrong side of town, and for what? Trying to help some dizzy digital reunite with a meat monkey? I thought I saw Chad and Ringo exchange a worried glance, but I told myself I was being paranoid. I told myself I'd feel better if I saw this story through to the end. But bad things happen when you let your firewall down. After you, sweetheart. Alright, so long as none of us makes any sudden moves. Hey, Bambinito! I brought Dick Valiant! Just like we agreed. Well, well, well. If it isn't Dickie Valiant, ex-film producer turned failed P.I., so good of you to join us. I'm sorry, Val. I had no choice. This episode of Captain Hero is brought to you by Noir 9 Whole Bean Coffee. Blacker than your ex is hard and twice as hot. Noir 9 Whole Bean Coffee is strong enough to hide whiskey on the breath and cheaper than an afternoon at Swingers Hotel. Deep roasted for your pleasure. Pick some up tonight. And now, back to more. Captain Hero. Captain Hero sits tied and gagged in the center of droids and dolls. A seedy nightclub owned by mafioso Big Boss Bambinito. Chet has just led Detective Dick Valiant into what appears to be a trap. But do our heroes have a plan to save everyone? Or are they simply engaging in an unprecedented act of selfishness? Just what is Celia Von Chet up to? So it was all a setup, eh, Bambinito? If only you'd have realized it just a little bit sooner. Or perhaps you were too distracted by a pretty face. Don't worry, Val. It'll be all right. All due respect, Chet, I'm not taking that one to the bank. Pity. You two seem to have had a falling out. So what, Bambinito? You kidnapped an innocent flesh pod and forced this little bot to get me out of neutral territory? That's low even for you. And all because you can't accept your own artistic failures. You never wanted my films to succeed. Always cutting corners, telling me what we couldn't afford, compromising my vision. Nah, Val. This one fell into my lap. This walk-in skin bag comes into my club dressed like one of them comic book super freaks. It's an insult to my joint. Far as I was concerned, I was just cleaning up the neighborhood. We nabbed this meat sack before he knew what hit him. Wasn't until your new friend came crawling in, begging me to let him go, that I hatched my little scheme. I told you, I didn't have a choice. Here, take your onesie wearing humanoid and go. I'm a bot of my word. But just before Chet went over to cut their partner loose, I heard them whisper. Keep them talking. I don't need long. And for some reason, I did. You went for the slow burn, Bambinito. The whole first film, barely anything happened. Heroes, action, CGI. That's what the people want to see. It was exposition. You don't climax in your first act. The audience these days, they can't handle a complex story. They like the same simple plots with the same dumb bad guys. Always a villain who doesn't realize he's sealing his own fate with overwritten arrogance. Cappy, hey, look, I'm gonna untangle you from these Ethernet cables and you gotta open a browser window of B-Town on the sky, okay? <laughs> oh, sorry. 
Copy that, Chet. Come on, Bambinito. They ain't all bad. I certainly help teach folks about good and evil. It's irresponsible, Val. Life is gray. It's simplistic, fantastical problem solving, and it ain't how the real world works. People don't just show up out of the blue and laser beam the bad guys away. We're dumbing down the audience with these fake bozos. Hey, Bambinito. Ever heard of Captain Hero? Captain Hero? Maron, these names just get worse and worse. They're not even trying anymore. Try this on for size, boss. Slap it old backhand! Ooh. Patriot punt! Oh. Super July 4th flag waving finisher! Yeah, Zooks, it's a real hero! Let's drop our weapons and get out of here, see? And that is how we break down old machinery for Arts. Ooh, don't, don't refer to us as machinery. Oh, is that? Yeah, especially coming from a human. Oh, I'm sorry, Chet, I had no idea. No, that's cool, you didn't know. You really are called Chet. Not everything between us was a lie. Chet, why are you talking like that? Can you just wait in the ship, please? Oh, I see. Yep, no problem. Yeah, you're welcome, by the way. Take your time. Listen, I'm sorry about everything. I had to think fast, and I knew that if I could get Cappy free, he'd make sure that Mafia goon wouldn't lay a finger on you. So you and this captain... Like I said... We just travel together. Will I ever see you again? I don't think so. I don't belong in this space, or even this time. And once we finish our mission, I need to find my way back to my own world. I see. Well, with Big Boss out of the picture, I can finally walk out in the open again. I suppose I ought to thank you for that. Goodbye, Dick. Call me Val. I won't forget you. You better hurry, or you'll miss your ride. I watched them roll away toward the green and blue spaceship parked outside droids and dolls. As it took off, the light hit it in a funny way, and the sky lit up with color. Purple, pink, azure, emerald, and opal. All dancing above me as a droid I knew for all of one day took my heart and flew off into the galaxy. At least I had a good story for Eddie back at the pit stop. Sure, I'd play the Tin Man for a while, but I couldn't help but think I'd eventually get over Chet. This feeling. Was it optimism? I hadn't felt it in so long I almost mistook it for malware. But that's just how the program runs here on Noir 9.